0: what you're describing here mark in this evolution is all of the elements are somewhat familiar to almost anyone who's used a computer i remember my first uh experience of asking my phone to guide me to petco stadium here in san diego blew me away because i just started yelling at it give me directions to petco i'm lost and we've seen facial recognition all over the place easiest one is your phone you know sometimes it just looks at your noggin and says that's you come on in you know, we're seeing our customers want to adopt this technology that some of the startups are taking on board to pull those things together into a way that's much easier. But we're seeing this, um, this evolution from interfaces to personas to humans, kind of where we are today. And then we think it's going somewhere that's uh, even more near and dear to my heart, the digital self. And, um, you know, when I look at it, I'm very excited about its application for gaming. But I think there's probably some other real use cases for it outside of that. And so what are your thoughts, Mark? Any, uh, any insights?
1: Well, yeah, you you hit on one thing, and that's the gaming industry. Uh, They're really driving the formation of this digital human. But the brave new frontier in gaming right now is where you get true interaction, true agency in some of these non-player characters that you're dealing with such that they can converse, and you can do different things off-script to where it gets to be a little more interactive, a little more self-deterministic. There's a number of companies out there that have built frameworks for NPCs and how you build them, how you give them an avatar, a voice, and a brain to make decisions based on user input. And that is kind of the forefront of digital humans right now. Look for that to explode into other business settings like making a flight reservation, booking a hotel, getting a mortgage, seeing a doctor, what have you. All of these things that we've talked about in the creation of digital humans is some service online, whether it's a game, a bank, an airline, that is providing this digital human to interact with the real human. The next phase is what if the real human as one of these digital humans to represent them as an agent to where it can go out and act on your behalf, to where you were able to tell your digital self, book me a flight to Cleveland. And that digital self goes out and starts negotiating on your behalf to meet those objectives. Now, if that's kind of giving you the willies a little bit, yeah, this is kind of brave new world stuff. And there are several challenges today that uh, we have to overcome before we get to that digital self phase. The big ones that we have to overcome right now is explainability. Let's say we authorize a digital self to go out and book that flight and it winds up ordering us a, a shotgun. You're gonna you're gonna wonder. Wait a minute, what happened? The, there's two types of explainability that we need before these digital selves are gonna be realized. One of them is implicit, which is the digital self is gonna be governed by uh, objectives outside of uh, your wishes. For instance, laws, uh, compliance, regulations. But then explicit explainability is where the uh, autonomous digital self is making interpretations upon those constraints and coming up with its own autonomous um, course of action. And it has to explain how exactly it came up with those. So both implicit and explicit explainability. Another one is the technologies that uh, are out there right now. Artificial intelligence is very adaptive to specific tasks but having a generalized intelligence that can take on agency and autonomous behavior, we frankly don't have that uh, quite yet.